Shrek's going against the norm. It, it's it's changing the game. It's 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 something new, guys. My, I have decided that I think my favourite line in all of Shrek is when he <laughs> they come up on Dragon's Castle and he goes, "Sure, it's big, but what about the location?" Ah, and he just laughs to himself. It's one of those laughs that <laughs> yeah. even he knows what he's saying isn't funny, but he's going to fucking commit to that joke. I mean, if you think about it, that's almost every joke you tell, guys. <laughs> It's meandering movies, listening to Gary, Ryan, and Gavin. It's all about films, but goes off course. Will there be arguments? Of course, because everyone knows their lives are dull and they have nothing else to talk about. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast, where we like to talk about movies. Uh, normally, we're all sitting in the same room, so I can see Ryan's wanky hand movements, I can see Gavin's red face, and his weird eyebrows that he drew on at Please some point. leave me alone. <laughs> but today, we're all recording, uh, what's the word, we're recording... Remotely. Remotely, um, due to the current situation. Um, but we decided to discuss in as great detail as possible <laughs> the three shrek movies woohoo four no the three shrek movies and the shrek film made by uh, wanky university students which one is that <laughs> wait what what's that <laughs> that's oh, how i described the third <laughs> yeah so from you may you know you all have heard we we pretty much we just put the shrek 3 in the bin don't we we it's it's pointless and crap and it's it is honestly completely forgettable i had to, i had to do a little recap myself uh just to read over it and i completely forgot prince charming's in it completely forgot yeah so, but yeah, he's we're done gonna, by what's his name the posh guy uh rupert everett isn't it yeah rupert everett rupert everett um but yeah so we're gonna talk about shrek we're gonna discuss in details what made it what broke it um I go from who's we who's we guy well that's what i'm getting into philip <laughs> as always i'm your main host gary copeland uh, I'm uh, the cesspool of d- despair, Ryan. Gavin Stewart. <laughs> Ryan. And on our fourth microphone, sitting in for this episode because he loves the big green man. Audio boys had a migraine trying to sort all of the setup out. Oh, it's a fucking nightmare, isn't it? I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah I guess for like context, the audience, Audio Boy and I are in our flat, uh, and he's set up this kind of mad s- Discord recording thing where Gary's now in his house and Ryan's in his house and we're all How'd you know about my house? Yeah, how'd you know about my house? I might wear my jammies Ryan's at the local swimming pool Uh, (laughs) The pool's empty, it's just that's why it's so echoey (laughs) (laughs) So so yeah, this is a a different episode uh, for us because none of us can see one another Uh, but hopefully it's going to turn out just like any other um, train wreck uh, that we put out to you and you're going to enjoy i feel like i'm a radio dj and you guys have called into me to talk about shrek like i've put out a message at three saying right guys at 3 30 we're going to be talking about shrek movies uh ring me in and we'll have a chat live on radio and then i've got are we going to have a competition one sad lonely man i've got his son who's in the same room as him (laughs) <laughs> someone who's overly excited to talk about Shrek and I've just got to muddle through this because I get paid <laughs> I'm really scared my it? phone runs out of uh, either charge or memory before this finishes we'll just upload the other two thirds of the episode and fuck without me <laughs> 
So yeah, so where do we want to start? Should we start at the beginning? Best place to start? One. I think we start with uh, the hit that is Terminator. So the thing I love about Terminator... <laughs> oh wait, no, Shrek. Sorry, Shrek. Shrek, uh, Shrek 1 and Terminator have got a lot in common, funnily enough. Oh, do they? Do, do they? Yeah. Explain. Um, uh, I shouldn't have... So you remember when Shrek didn't come back from the future, and you remember when Donkey wasn't chased by a massive metal Terminator? Oh, that happens in Shrek 4. Shrek comes back from the future. Well, it's not the future, is it? It's an alternate reality. Well, Technically. Okay. That's also not terminal. So, your point is what? No, I don't know. I was just being facetious. Shrek 1 um, was a, at the time, well, I mean, how do you explain it? It blew up, right? It was, it was against the grain. Um, it was made not by Disney, which at the time, most animated films had something, you know, had a finger. DreamWorks? Had Disney's finger in them. Well, I think this was it, wasn't it? This was one of DreamWorks' big... Yes, yeah, so it's like CGI the, hits. I remember because remember when the, when the boy did the the fishing rod off the moon, the DreamWorks yeah. S got like Shrek ears. Shrek got Shrekazized. Yeah. Do you remember when DreamWorks used to do that for all the movies, like Small Soldiers? They had it like the wee boy getting attacked by the Small Soldiers, and then for Jurassic Park, they had like Velociraptors and all kind of stuff. Mate, how fucking good was Small Soldiers? That was good. That's got a good cast as well. It's fucking great. Tommy Lee so Jones. Shrek. So Shrek came out in two thousand and one. Um, you know what, actually, I'm going to rescind what I just said, because actually, I mean, it's all right. So here we go. You think about what Disney was pumping out. Disney had Pixar under their belt at this point. So they were jumping out, you know, animated movies, left, right and center. They were doing computer animated movies every two years, including Bugs Life, Toy Story. They were smashing the game, you know, DreamWorks animated films. Uh, 98, they had Ants. Which, which is not good. I don't like ants. <laughs> it's yeah. It's I rewatched it recently, and and it, it's it's funny. Like it's animated, so it's for kids, but it's not a kids movie. It's got fucking Woody Allen as like a main character. It's also not he, better than alone. not better than Bugs Life. It, oh, yeah, wait, Bugs absolutely Life so much not. Better. Absolutely not. Um, and then you've got Prince of Egypt, which I know a lot which of is, people like love, and they've got a fun place amazing. in their heart. But that's Prince because. Of Egypt is- it's because you used to get to watch it during school, didn't you? On like a, on a no, slow day. The reason Prince of Egypt is so good is just like the the design of the shots, like the cinematography for that movie is stunning at times. Like yeah, the opening so, to the movie it. is so beautiful. You doing what? The wax symbol. Oh, oh, shit! <laughs> um, like, like two thousand, like, we got the Road to El Dorado, which was a box office just, flop. But, is, but an underrated masterpiece. It is an underrated masterpiece. So this it's is the fantastic. thing. Like, these films are actually going back. They're not horrendous. But then Chicken Run, uh, apparently DreamWorks has that under their... I like, I like under their wing? Enough. Under their wing. Hey. And then you get Shrek. Um, you said that so like dramatically, I thought like your laptop was going to fall off your desk. You're like, under the wing. I said excited. it. Did you it was a good pun. Good pun. I thought Gary was going to say it. I know. I you know the way I, I paused because I went. There's a there's something to say here, but I'm not clever <laughs> enough to get it. And it's if I leave it long happen. enough, someone else will pick it up. Um, yep. So then we get Shrek, and yeah, at the Two time it came out, one. it was it was it was it was made. I don't know. I'm sure you will know this, but for anyone who doesn't, it was made because Disney fired an employee, right? I think so. And yeah. He, went across to DreamWorks and said, I want to make this movie, and it's basically a big fuck you to Disney, um, which is why, far, you know, was it, Duloc is effectively Disneyland, D-L, yeah. to do you lock, um, yep. and it's a farce of Disneyland. Um, the main, Lord Farquaad himself apparently is meant to be modelled off of uh, Billy, not Billy Idol, Bob Eichner? 
Katzenberg. Jeffrey Katzenberg. Is it Katzenberg? Was the dude. He used to be part of Disney, and then uh, he jumped ship, moved to DreamWorks, and he wanted to just start making products that kind of actively pushed against what Disney were doing and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so that's where Shrek came from, and and the core story itself is literally you know the an- anti antithesis of uh, a Disney movie where. Yeah, the antithesis is not the right word. But what's, the, what what, what's the right word? Just like the anti-pole, I guess. Okay, cool. It's the anti-pole of a Disney movie where a big, ugly monster is the hero and then they go and save the beautiful princess and then they make the beautiful princess ugly, you know? Yeah. Um, and the other thing that it did was it obviously poked fun um, and, it, and it, it, con- it had a bunch of adult humour which Disney hadn't really waded into at this point. So Lord Farquaad sounds like Lord Fuckwad. Um, I'm pretty sure he gets a boner at one point. There's a bunch of, you know, risque jokes and yada, yada, yada. But Disney wasn't doing that. DreamWorks was like, fuck it, let's do it. And it blew up. People loved it. And it was because at the time there wasn't much you could take your kid to and be actually interested in watching yourself, you know? Yeah, true. Um, so, yeah, and, and, and the, the cast was stellar as well. You had, what, Mike Myers, who was smashing it at that time, with Austin Powers... Well, who was it originally? It was because before Mike Myers, it was uh, that guy from SNL who was friends with Adam Sandler, but he died. Chris Farley. It was going to be Chris Farley originally, who was going to watch Shrek, and then of course he died, and then yeah. so Mike Myers came in. Apparently, it was Mike Myers' idea to have him Scottish as well. Yeah, it was like yeah, Mike Myers. I feel like uh, Mike Myers will just Chris fucking bust out a Scottish accent at any opportunity, though. Yeah, true. <laughs> Is that a baby? I think you can hear an original recording of what Chris Farley was going to do. Really? Uh, and it's it's weird. Like, it wasn't... I think it was good they ended up with uh, Mike Myers and his... You try to say it's good that Chris Farley died? Is that what you're saying? I, I mean, I didn't want to say those words. It sounds but a bit like that's what you're saying. For the Shrek franchise, it was good. But for us as humanity, it wasn't. Chris Farley was the Chris Pratt of his time, wasn't he? Really? Yeah. Except fatter uh, and 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 in way worse funny. shape. And what? More funny. You think? Chris Pratt's not that funny. I don't think I either think of them are funny. I think Chris Pratt's pretty I think, funny. I think no, Chris Pratt just he gets delivered good scripts and he's able to work with good. That's like you saying you've Chris been out for a beer with Chris Pratt and he's not funny. How do you know it's not funny? Because I, I just don't think he's. Have you ever hung out with Chris Pratt? I don't know, man. Have you no. not seen um? What is it? It's the writers of Parks and Rec who. So obviously, Parks and Rec they they did use a bit like quite a bit of uh, improvisation, but one of the writers and they've got a video of it somewhere is, is talking about Chris Pratt yeah. and the, the line in Parks and Rec where everyone's got a cold and his character types into Google and goes, uh, "I just googled your symptoms and you've got a uh, network connectivity problems." <laughs> and, <laughs> And the writer's talking about that joke, and he just says, Chris Pratt improvised that on set, and I am so angry I'll never write anything as funny as that line. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, there you go. I mean, it's, it, he's got to be quick, right? If you can improvise the shit like that off the cuff and stay in character, it's a good, it's a good trait. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's <laughs> you look funny. so defeated right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, so and and Shrek blew up. It had a great cast. Uh, yeah, Mike Myers. We had Eddie Murphy. Um, yep. John Lithgow? Yes, he was a Farquaad. Lord Farquaad. And of course, Cameron Diaz, um, smashing it as Princess Fiona. She has a proper sexy voice. She does have a proper sexy voice. And like, and quite, yeah. like a memorable voice as well. She's got a good, she's a good voice actress. It, it, it was surprising at the time. I mean, not at the time I didn't give a fuck, but surprising listening back and watching Shrek, um, 
recently and thinking, you know, Cameron Diaz at that point wasn't a voice actress, was she? Was that her first voice acting role, actually? Um, yeah, I think so, she, yeah. She does a really good job in it. Yeah, like because obviously Eddie Murphy and Mike Myers had done a few things like that before. Bits and pieces here and there. Eddie Murphy had just come off of Milan before he then went on to Shrek. So he was, you know. Yeah, he was boofed up. This guy's got me scared to death. <laughs> Hope he doesn't see Red One of the, like, there's a lot of great things about Shrek and why it kind of stands out compared to the Disney stuff. And it's like you've got the, the kind of anti fantasy humor. Like, it, it yeah. makes fun of the genre itself. And then it puts on a bunch of, like, pop songs that also connect to what's happening. <laughs> the Rise the of All the Star scene. by Smash Mouth. We've got all of the Smash Mouth. We can't escape the. I think that's the greatest edit of all time. Is the start of the movie when he busts the door rips open. the page out of the book and he's some party and he kicks the door open. I love it. Start a film. <laughs> the best. Yeah, that's good. And then I think it's, he like the first in Shrek's first line in the film. He swears because he says, he? "Oh, he's that's reading, he's reading the story I, and he's yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. I'll load it and then fl- like flushes the Flush. toilet." So like, like that's just straight off the bat, really putting you into like the tone of how this film's going to yeah, be. Yeah, like this is not a Disney movie, even though it's animated. This is for you grown-ups. Yeah, um, it's be and it's interesting really you say that, Gav, about the kind of music in Shrek One and how it because in Shrek One it does really work, and I think it's a bit of a detriment going forwards. Because um, in Shrek yeah, One, I think Shrek One, the majority of jokes are. I think Shrek 1's fairly timeless. After re-watching it, there wasn't anything in there that I thought, oh, this this hasn't aged well. Um, yeah. And then I went into Shrek 2, and kind of contrary to that point, Shrek 2's got a bunch of jokes. There's one about Shirley Bassey, which I think <laughs> I even mean, at the time... Timeless. Well, yeah, even at the time, was probably a bit of a fucking like, left-fielder. And now it's just, who are you talking about? And there's a, you know, there's this? a Spider-Man Fetch 2 reference. Huh? What's the Spider-Man 2 reference? Uh, right at the beginning of the fight, when right at the beginning of the film, they get into a fight. Shrek gets pulled up in a trap, and he he drops, and his head falls into mud. Uh, and then he's hanging there, and then Fiona and then pulls Fiona the mud off of his face. And kisses and him, yeah. It. It's like, you know. And again, that was huge at the time. Spider-Man was, a, you know, was another cornerstone of culture. Um, but now, it's just this weird thing they do. And if you haven't seen Spider-Man... Two, it's just weird. Like it just doesn't make I mean, any I, sense. But it's still like funny. Thing, like it just doesn't take itself too seriously. It wasn't. Yeah, like, that's the good thing is they were they were making a film to come out and be a good film at the time. They weren't like, oh, this film's going to last forever. It's going to be resonated with for years to come. Which I feel like yeah. they always try and do with children's films. They were just like, I'm going to make a good film, and they'll probably be funny for two years, and then no one will care. But yeah. I think then, in doing do that, think it has film, been funny forever. I'm sure, Gav, you'll agree with this. A film should be timeless. Uh, most, I mean, when it comes to animated films, I think like, kind of what Ryan says that they have their lifespan and they then they kind of go away. Uh, there's other movies that are ultimately timeless, like Casablanca. Some that's a movie that's timeless. It's it's uh. gonna go on forever. But something like a Shrek, let's be honest, with DreamWorks uh, where they were at the time, they've had some good movies, but they're probably just thinking like. Hey, let's just get this Shrek thing out. See if it goes anywhere. If it lands, sweet. Yeah. If it doesn't, we'll move on to our next three projects yeah, that we've yeah, got lined yeah. up. Yeah, yeah I think like land. if but you're I... making a kids' film as well, if you're wanting to make something timeless, you have to have an aspect of quite a serious kind of like it needs to be quite serious. Which I think they just sort of let fly, and that's why Shrek's so good. Yeah, and and it does. Also, work. Kids are fickle little things. They are. Kids are fickle little things. But I suppose the, the way I see it, though, personally, is you watch Shrek. 
two, and then three, and then four to a degree. I think four, they reel it back in quite a lot. But Shrek 2 and 3 are, are really bad for it. It's it, They're almost like scary movies. You know, like the scary movie franchise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which are almost impossible to watch. Like, if if you didn't grow up with those films, if you weren't in the kind of social media, or the, the media, social media, the media sphere of that time. The culture those films of the time. Are, yeah, the culture. They're, they're fucking impossible. It's just, it's just reference after reference after reference of things that you have no cornerstone of. Um, yeah, those are, those are definitely movies of their time because like I'm, it was somewhat recently like I think Scary Movie 2 was on or something like that and there's literally I was watching a wee bit of it and there's literally three scenes that uh, come one after the other and it's just people trying to fuck someone else and the other person not really being into wanting to get fucked and it's just that for three scenes and I'm like this isn't a movie this is just like <laughs> let's just get a bunch of teenagers horny and then send them out into the world yeah and, and we'll do a couple of weird like Michael Jackson references or I don't know, whatever fucking TV, like the real world of maybe that was popular at the time, but it's just like, you're just pointing at things and saying, look, remember that? And then moving on. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it, it, it really doesn't work in Shrek 2 and Shrek 3. But then moving on, I do kind of middled about and, and faffed. Shrek 2 came out, what, two, three years after Shrek 1? 2003, I think it came out. 2004, that, I think. Was it 2004? By my... 2004. The, oh, yeah, because oh, in, in 2003, Chris Miller was making the best film he's ever made in his life. Sinbad Legend of the Seven Seas. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that old... That, that winner of movies right there. That's so the best, good. The best Sinbad movie is that Harry Howes... Which... What was it? Sinbad Harry Howes-in? Uh What the fuck was it called? The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. Gav, have you seen this? No. I, I don't think I've seen... I've seen one Sinbad oh. thing, and it was, like, the original, like, movie from the 50s or 40s, Mate. I want to say. Well, the one with the metal bull in it. Yeah. That one's so good, too. Man, no, <laughs> the, seventh, like... the Seventh Voyage of Sinbad was one of Harryhausen's films. It had stop-motion animation. It had a woman who gets shrunk and carried around in a lantern. Yeah, that's the and... same one. Is that it? The bad, the witch gets sunk. Remember, she turns into a seagull, and then she gets sunk. And then there's like a tiger in it and a giant metal bull. I don't remember the bell. I remember, no, I remember the witch makes a woman come out of a pot as like a blue snake lady. She's got four arms. Uh, maybe we're not thinking of the same one. No, I think, we do, I, I think we're talking different ones. There's a cyclops so the in the one I'm just, talking about. And there's then you too to much Sinbad content out there. Arrow in the eye. We need to explore the Sinbad cinematic universe at some point. I mean, I don't know anything other than the seventh voyage of Sinbad. I'm like googling it now. Holy shit, man! Nostalgia through the fucking yeah. Eyes. That's the same one, is it? I'm also now googling it, and it's the same one. Seventh Had, like the Sinbad. death of Talos and stuff in it. Oh no! Wait, wait, wait. Maybe we're all just thinking. I think there's a few Sinbads he made, and I think we've all just mashed them into one. But I think there's like three films. Well, uh, the Seventh Voyage was the best one, and I'll fight you on that. <laughs> oh yeah, you're thinking of the Cyclops one. Yeah, Cyclops, there's Which a rock. Like the Cyclops fights him on the beach. Yep. Yeah, that's what I'm And wondering. then there's one where they fight. That one. Man, Harryhausen back in the day was a As fucking in, like, the boy. Every time I type in Sinbad movie, it just keeps giving me the fucking Legend of the Seven Seas. I don't give a fuck about Legend of the Seven Seas. I want proper Sinbad. <laughs> I want give the me proper, proper Sinbad. Sinbad. Uh, oh yeah, uh, the seventh, it's Sinbad. The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. Uh, it came out in 1958. It's fucking brilliant. It's again stop motion animation, but it's also live action, and it's brilliant. But back to DreamWorks and their sh- shit show of a fucking filmography. Because after so yeah, Shrek, Shrek Two came out, because yeah, they've got 
uh, Shrek 2, uh, which came out in 2004. And uh, it's great, but it's the beginning of the downfall of the Shrek franchise, question mark, yeah. I ask? Um, I'd, I'd say so. It, it, Shrek 2 is good, although the jokes that I was talking about a second ago, which are the, you know, their, their references and their pop culture references, um, are in there. They're not the bread and butter of the movie. The movie still stands if you strip all of that crap out of it, you know? And Shrek 2 is one of those sequels that's better than the first one. I think Shrek 2 yeah, is better than Shrek so. 1. I'd say so, definitely. I like Shrek 1 over Shrek 2. But Shrek 2's like, got a better villain, like it's got a better built villain and all that kind of stuff. Like there's more of a story to it, whereas Shrek 1's is kind of like five or six different kind of small quests. Yeah, I just like, I, I'm, I'm, after rewatching them again, I, I definitely... Shrek 1, when you watch it, is actually... Like, fuck all happens. It's just a bunch of, like, jokes and setups, which is fine. Um, and then Shrek 2 is, you're right, like, has a full story, it arcs, characters have reasons to hide things. <laughs> like, they I mean, have I've, depth. They've got I've, layers, you could say. Oh, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> I guess the, the context that I should give is, uh, I've not watched any Shrek movie for, like, a very long time so I'm just going off of the memory I have of the Shrek movies from when I was like fucking maybe 14 or something that was like maybe the last time I watched the Shrek movies from front to back you haven't watched uh, a Shrek movie since you're 14 well I've not watched Shrek watching any other fucking movies to <laughs> do be you not like the Shrek films I like I like them I like, well I like the first two because I've only seen the first two but I've never had a desire to go back and watch them you're a nor fucking moron any interest to watch the third or the fourth one there's, there's oh. so, I just want to give I want the audience out there to know that uh, there's a whole lot of better movies out there to watch than the Shrek movies and uh, the audience are like you'll have sense and know that that's not true this isn't really my my episode of uh, expertise or knowledge so I'm just gonna when are we gonna have I'm, that Touche. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do agree, Gav. That Shrek Two, it, it is. It does kind of start the beginning of the downfall of Shrek. Well, not the downfall because Shrek Two happens. The storyline in that is for anyone that doesn't know, uh, Shrek and Fiona get called to her kingdom because she's a princess and he's got to meet the parents and they're both ogres. And then the parents are like, "Oh fuck, kill them things," but the mum's not. She's cool. And Julianne. the fairy godmother, who's the villain, had a plan to make her son Jennifer Saunders. Jennifer Saunders, who fucking smashes uh, I Need a, a Hero, hero yeah. at the end of the movie. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> kills it. I Need a, I need a Hero is it. like, what a, it's the best moment in the entire film. It's see the bit, just, when, it really see the bit when Puss in Boots jumps off the horse and like to protect Shrek so he can keep going? I nearly cry at that every time. Yeah. <laughs> and when Mongo so falls into the water yeah we need to talk about that name and how that didn't stand the test of time but other than that yeah good <laughs> <laughs> it is a bad one it's a real bad one but did they have any other meaning behind it in the movie or did they just mean like oh it's funny because it sounds like it's what we call idiots yeah, I don't know. I, I think, think they distanced themselves from that name because I remember having the Shrek Two Top Trumps set because oh. that's the kind of kid I was, and he was always referred to as the Giant Gingerbread Man and was never called. Yeah, that you name think after they again. recorded it, they realised what a f- mistake they'd made? <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, grim. Um, the interesting thing about uh, I don't know how much more you want to say Shrek Two, but I just want to because now that I oh, have so list, much more. I mean, I know, but I've got the list in front of me here of all the DreamWorks movies, and yeah. other than, like, after Shrek 2, it's fucking, it's a bleak 
It's like all the Madagascar ones and that happened after Strike 2. Yeah, like Mar- Madagascar and B-Movie and oh. Over the Madagascar Hedge. was good. Shark Tale. That's just Shark prime Tale meme material Shark everywhere. No, Shark Tale was bad, to be fair. Shark Tale, the travesty upon cinema. Right, wait, wait. Because you know what? This will be interesting. I, I, let's go through this list because this is this is interesting. So Shrek 2 was decent. I, I think you're right. I think it holds the test of time. I do agree with you, Ryan. I think it's it a better movie. It was the last movie. good movie they did until Kung Fu Panda, which came out uh, four For years good later. While. But Kung Fu Panda um, did really well. And all of those films are so good. But yeah, so what yeah. we got? So then we get Shark Tale, Madagascar, which is meh, Over the Hedge, which I love. I like Over the Hedge I, as well. I'm, yeah, man. But I am aware that it's not a fucking... Like, that's that, that's going to be forgotten about once we die. Also, yeah. <laughs> flushed away. Oh, I like Flushed Away. Like, what the fuck is Flushed Away? If you never seen it, it's <laughs> Flushed uh, Away. It's so good. It like, was um, it was Aardman. the Aardman animation oh, trying no to jump into CGI. I like yeah. to watch actual movies, not Aardman mon- nonsense. Fuck off, Gavin! <laughs> they did Why do you hate Joy? Because he did Wallace and Gromit, Curse the Weir Rabbit as well. They oh, did, yeah. God, I sat through that cinema. It was Shut maybe up, the first Gavin. movie as a Shut child up. I wanted to walk out of. What are you talking about? <laughs> so boring. <laughs> it's the most lovely film ever. It's not. Paddington's the most lovely film ever. That's fair. Paddington, yeah, Before Paddington existed. Okay, so other shitty films he did. They also did. Every kind of version of Madagascar available, taking every single yeah. character and giving every character his own film well, for some reason. Can I can I also just say, interestingly, what DreamWorks did with Shrek Two and Shrek to uh, to extension, um, that they also did, they they brought the rise and DreamWorks specifically were bad for this. With Madagascar, Shark Tale is a prime example. Uh, flushed away over the hedge. You know, fuck voice actors. Let's just get our big hitting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and, and get them to read off a script and fucking half-arse it because yeah like Hugh Jackman is not a voice actor B-movie was quite literally made because Jerry Seinfeld that's it that's the entire reason that movie exists I've never seen the film Monsters vs. Aliens but that looks shit it's (laughs) awful it's so awful it's not great and you're right Kung Fu Panda was probably the best thing they released and that is 2008 to 2004 four years after and one two three four five six seven seven films they managed to cram in those four years seven movies then they made Dungeons and Dragons as well which I love too so yeah something that has to be mentioned is like the animation like the the animation in Shrek 2 is good but between Shrek Mm -hmm. 2 and Kung Fu Panda the animation in the rest of those movies does not hold up so what they made Abominable last year right Mm-hmm. So, but if you go from Shrek, which came out in two thousand and one, to Abominable, yeah. that came out last year, the animation hasn't ever really changed. Yeah, they've got a style, and unless like How to Train Your Dragon's different, and that's got you know that's stylistically changed, but everything else that's just DreamWorks has yeah. a it kind of just looks the same. There's no sort of like advancement, which sometimes is good, sometimes is bad. Um, oh, we need to it's mention. Not, it's not like it's not like Pixar, where every movie that you know, you know that I don't know if you guys know this. The shorts at the beginning of Pixar films, nine times out of ten, are trialing a new form of uh, animation, um, which then in the next movie comes into it. So, for example, uh, Lava, that one where the two volcanoes are singing. Oh, yeah. That was them testing uh, their cloud program for something in the next one, which I can't remember what Probably it would have been, up. but. Yeah, it might have been up something like you know what I mean. But it, everyone's in it, basically a short animation test that they put a lot of love and work into for something coming up. Whereas DreamWorks <laughs> <laughs> just keep churning out round cartoon characters. 
the best uh, best DreamWorks film is Rise of the Guardians. And I'll fight anyone who says otherwise. Man, I'll give you that 100%. That film's fucking dope. So good. Never seen Gavin's so probably good. never seen it because he's a loser. But. <laughs> Hugh Jackman plays... Um, Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny, there you go. Yeah, and he's really stepped and up from when he's in uh, Flushed Away. Really stepped up, but there's a really good bit. A really good bit in Flushed Away when he's picking out his outfit in the morning, and he goes through like all uh, Hugh Jackman's outfits from his old films, like the Wolverine suits and stuff. Yeah. And his Wolverine's <laughs> in there, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, what you should have said there, Ryan, is there's a really mo- good moment in Flushed Away, and I just stop talking because I doubt there's any, and then that'd just be the end of the conversation, and we go back. There's to a shorts. couple of good jokes. Yeah, there is a couple, but it's not. It's not a great movie. It's I'm not with you. Bill Nye's good though. Um, but so that's Shrek two, um, and it was great. And then that leads you into the travesty, the fucking wait, genuine wait. travesty. What leads you into the travesty was, did anyone have the extended edition of Shrek 2 where they did the X Factor thing and Simon Kill was in it? Yes. Oh, I remember that. So I good. remember that. And then also, Even that was riding on the coattails of uh, Shrek 1's karaoke party, right? True. What the fuck are you all talking about? There was like an, <laughs> the end of Shrek 1. There was like an VHS, extended edition a- after they did like Live and La Vida Loca. So it cut into... Afterwards, and then like Simon Cowell turns up, and he does a sort of X factor for yeah, yeah the the Shrek actual characters. Simon Cowell, the real life yeah. Simon Cowell, walks in in his real form um, in this like computer animated world. It's really he funny because the a real human being is a uh, like he's got his black no, t shirt on, but it's got like sort of medieval sleeves. Other than that, he's exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a that's what they called it the far 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 away idol, far far away idol, up. yeah. And, far, uh, far away idol. The best voice actor in all of Shrek sings, Larry King. Larry King? Yeah, Larry King is the ugly stepsister. <laughs> oh, well, they changed it for the British one, didn't they? Do yeah. you remember? If you went to see it in the cinema, you got Jonathan Ross instead. What? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think Jonathan I saw it in the cinema. Um, on Netflix, it's Larry King. But when that's, I forgot to mention that. When, I, when we rewatched it, me and Hannah, I went... Wait, what the fuck just happened there? And she was like, "What?" And I was like, "That that's not Jonathan Ross." And she went, "Yeah, it's never been Jonathan Ross." And I was like, "That's it wild." It fucking was Jonathan Ross. Yeah, I did not know that. There you this go. Is, this Bit is of... some life changing information for Philip and Ryan. Yeah, uh, I love how I'm they just... went from, "Oh, we'll get Larry King in to do this." Oh, well, UK people know who Larry King is. No, okay, right. So we need someone really old with a very distinctive, like gruff voice. Yeah, and they get Jonathan Ross. <laughs> I mean, they didn't I think have, it's just funny. I guess their only other choice would have been Graham Norton. Why? Because he's a talk show host like Jonathan Ross. Because he was King. big at the time, wasn't he? Yeah. Jonathan Ross is big at the time because of Andrew Sachs. Yeah, like a Terry Wogan or something, <laughs> like an old true. man. Terry Wogan would not have. Terry Wogan was busy fiddling kids. Well, I think I think Jonathan Ross Terry at the time Wogan was never fiddled kids. Terry Wogan definitely did, mate. Don't dis- don't disparage the name of Terry Wogan now that he is long dead. I'm and pretty sure Terry Wogan is on the list of. Are you now googling to see if Terry Wogan was a kid fiddler? I've never ever googled Terry Wogan pedophile <laughs> in my life, but I'm googling it now. Eh, maybe not. There we go. See, <laughs> thank you, Terry Wogan, for being a national treasure and never disparaging your beautiful name. Rest in peace, man. I mean, oh wait, no, he wasn't national a pedophile. He just t- took all that money Ireland from children in need. That's why. Well, we had him as well. <laughs> right, so that brings us to the travesty, which is Shrek 3. Shrek yeah. the third. I think in which, the world of, uh, from what I can get from the conversations I've had with you before, in the world of Gary <laughs> and Philip, and possibly Ryan as well, it goes like uh, 
World War Two and all these terrible disasters are all below Shrek the Third, and you think Shrek the Third <laughs> might be the worst thing to happen to us as a society and a species forever so and bad. What I don't understand, though, is considering that they had two shots as well, right? Considering they had two Shrek films under their belt, which are both very good. What? Like, how? How did they go so fucking horribly wrong? What happened was they were just... Shrek 1 and 2 were just so good. They were like, we Mm -hmm. can pretty much do whatever the fuck we want now, and people will laugh it up. And then they did it, and they're like, shit, maybe we can't just do whatever we want. And that's why they brought it back for Shrek 4. Ugh. So and and very quickly, let's let's jump into it, and I mean very quickly because I can't be fucked talking about Shrek three. Shrek goes, he has to find uh, King Arthur or Prince Arthur. Merlin's in it. They go and find him. They come back. Prince Charming's uh, Justin Timberlake right? there. Yeah, Justin Timberlake playing Prince Charming. No, he's Merlin. Um, Robert Everett's still Prince Charming. Oh, sorry, no, he's uh, Arthur. Justin Timberlake's That's Arthur. Arthur, yeah. Um, Prince Charming's back, and he's decided he wants revenge, and then a bunch of shit happens, and the film ends. And Fiona has babies. That's it. That's the whole movie. That's all I fucking remember, and that's all I care to remember. Yeah, and they tried, like, that was the kind of start of, like, you know, sort of feminist stuff in films, and they tried to have that weird kind of, like, girl gang of... Yeah. Like, those kind of people. Where they all break the out of prison. just seemed really yeah. forced. Yeah, like and, it, and it was all it was, re- and like I think when you get to that one, the jokes just felt so lazy. So it was yeah. like, oh, it's the princesses. There's Sleeping Beauty, and asleep. she falls asleep. <laughs> so uh, after some uh, yeah. research uh, and looking into it, Shrek One and Shrek Two were pretty more or less the same team team of people, primarily led by Andrew Adamson, who right. was like, directing and writing. And then by the time you get to Shrek Third. Uh, it's an entirely different team of people, directed by Chris Miller and screenplay by Jeffrey Price and Peter Seaman and a bunch of other people. And uh, yeah, so what seems to have happened, with to answer your question of what happened with Shrek the Third, is they got the whoever worked in the first two wasn't interested or maybe weren't allowed to work in the third one, and they got pushed off. And they brought in a whole new bunch of people who didn't understand the the finesse and nuance of the Shrek franchise. I feel like part of that is a big issue there now. Is- with so like your your modern films and things, that I think the music plays a big part in that. Where when you think of Shrek, you think of like Smash Mouth and like Accidentally in Love yeah. and I'm a Believer and all this gross. kind of stuff. And they're the things that stick out in your head. So you're like, let's make a Shrek movie. Let's just I fill love, it all I love with music. That, I love that meme, which is uh, <laughs> what's who sung Hallelujah in the first Shrek? Jeff Buckley. Jeff, Jeff Buckley. Buckley. Yeah. And someone tweeted saying, Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah is one of the most beautiful, heart-wrenching songs I think I've ever heard. It's perfectly crafted and well-constructed, and I'm so glad that the first time I heard it was in a Shrek movie. (laughs) (laughs) I I also feel I should uh, let Audio Boy be aware of the fact that it's not just Shrek that makes me think of Smash Mouth. I wake up thinking of Smash Mouth, I live my life thinking of Smash Mouth, and I go to bed thinking of Smash Mouth. Shrek's just an extra little joiner factor in the Smash yeah, Mouth dude, creator universe. Last time I, I meant to say to you, last time I was round, uh, I went into your room when you were in the kitchen. I was just kind of like ruffling around looking for stuff. Um, you have got the same CD 120 times stashed in a locked safe, and it's all Smash Mouth. Uh, you weren't supposed to see that. That's that's my private Smash Mouth collection of just the one single CD that has the one good, two good songs on it. But he's yeah. also got the um, Heaven as a Half Pipe as well. <laughs> Three good songs. Opie. <laughs> they were all sticky as well, Gavin. I, 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 you what know, I do I in my time on. with my Smash Mouth CDs is my business. Thank you very much. <laughs> so moving on, Shrek Forever After, where they brought it back, baby. 
But wait, before we go on, remember, like, it was Chris Miller that did the third one, right? Yeah. yeah. But I'm pretty sure Chris Miller was just, like, the voice of the mirror in the first two. Really? Like, I think he's the voice. He does the magic mirror. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So it's almost as if they've gone, like, they got the voice cast back, everyone's there, and they're like, ah, oh, like, we don't really know what to do. We've lost uh, Andrew Adamson's director. <laughs> and they're like, does anyone want to do it? And Chris was like, yeah, I'll do it. I mean, I'm the and mirror, so it, I'm doing not too much. I, so, yeah. I was in the room for the first two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got a rough idea how this shit works. I was in the first two for 35 seconds, so. <laughs> um, so there you go. Shrek 3, just ignore it. If you are going to watch these movies after listening to this, guys, just drop Shrek 3. Put it in the bin. Punt it over the wall. Be gone with it. Uh, and then Shrek 4. Tagline, it ain't ogre till it's ogre. <laughs> That is good. Amazing. Uh, yes, I'd, um, like to, I'd like to confirm what Ryan said. Chris Miller is both a voice actor, animator, director, and screenwriter. So he did voice the the magic mirror in the first the two, and went on. Did you to check the third one? Of course, I checked. I never check anything that you say. <laughs> I just confirmed what you, what you said because I wanted to confirm what you said, and you were correct. This is a good thing. His big old brain. He needed more knowledge. I yeah, here's knowledge for set. you. The really good French actor plays Robin Hood. Can't remember his name though. Vincent Cassell. <laughs> there you go. I don't know how the hell they managed to get him to do it, but he did it. I mean, guess DreamWorks just had the money to put out there. Just fucking plow someone into it. Um, so yeah, Shrek Forever After they they kind of they stripped it all back, didn't they? They realised that if Shrek was a genuine king with kids, you can't make a fun film out of that. Well, so I they, mean, at the end of Shrek Three, the whole thing is that King Ar- that Arthur becomes the king. He takes over. That's well, why they go and find him kids. because he's the he's the heir to the throne, and Shrek doesn't want to do it. And like Fiona, oh, okay. they don't want to do again, it again. I don't remember. I couldn't remember. And then so I, wait, it's like yeah. that's their whole Shrek's, reason for so finding basically him. what Shrek's done is like Julie Andrews is living with Frog John Cleese, and they're loving their life, and they're really <laughs> rich. And then Shrek's gone out his way to disprove their royalty was, and they've lost all their money, they've lost their home, they've lost their castle. So now they're just homeless, and King King Arthur lives there. Well, and and one of them's dead. So literally, just Julie Andrews is homeless. Oh yeah, and she's <laughs> got the wee bit of garden where the frogs buried. <laughs> um, yeah, and so I think Trick Four they realise that if he's got three kids, like you can't have a crazy madcap adventure with three babies. They could have grown up the kids, but nobody wants that. So they just stripped him all of it. Rumpelstiltskin with his magic powers just fucks all of Shrek's fucking family in the bin. Um, and you get, I mean, Shrek 4 was fucking good, right? I, mean, I don't remember. I think yeah. I've only seen it looking once. At, looking at the writing and directing team for Shrek 4, you should be fucking thrilled it was as good as you was. Because the director of Shrek 4 has put out some true, unabashed garbage. Really? Like, yeah, was like, guy uh, who did, he's the guy who did like Monsters vs. Aliens and stuff. Can't he did, he did Monsters vs. Aliens, the SpongeBob movie, Trolls, uh, Sky High. Like, he clearly just oh, works God. for like, Sky High, man. So Sky, Sky High was high. the most recent thing he did so was bad. the Lego Movie Two, the second part. Which or movie? The, the the second Lego Movie. He directed that. He oh, did Kung Fu Panda Three. That was good. One. But then here's the thing, right? I think I think Shrek Forever After was like, they really could have turned out anything, and it would have been better. Yeah, exactly. It would have been better. So it's it's probably the the nostalgia of it, or like my my brain just being like, yeah, no, it was good because it wasn't Shrek three. So uh, I mean, yeah, for anyone who's not seen Shrek four, Rumpelstiltskin makes a deal with Shrek to uh, make his family not exist for a day, yes. um, and that fucks with the time. And in return, space, he gives continuum. Rumpelstiltskin a day 
of another day of his and Rumpelstiltskin yeah. can obviously being a mischievous Machiavellian Trickster. type uh, chooses the day that Shrek was born so therefore he's now transported into a world in which Shrek was never born oh that's what it is yeah the, oh fuck's sake a question that I have based upon a story that uh, I suffered through uh, in my past was one night uh, audio boy Gary and I went out for drinks and got quite uh, well Gary and I got quite sloshed blasted uh, Blasting I think I got very sloshed. You got destroyed. It's the night I'm thinking of. You you became uh, an unbearable problem by the end. But <laughs> throughout that entire night, you just started singing a Rumpelstiltskin song. The Rumpelstiltskin song you sang to me over and over again for maybe three hours. Was this a song from Shrek Forever After? No, that's just that's no. just the story of Rumpelstiltskin. Okay, it's fucking dumb. Hey, you, Frumpy Pigskin. So yeah, so then you're watching a movie where Shrek never existed. Fiona's now a badass uh, resistance fighter, right? Yeah. Puss in Boots is fat. Indeed. Um, they, they were donkeys. testing out the Thor thing. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> like this donkeys is going to come around in the year 2019. Donkey's got like PTSD and all this. He's working just oh, he's just a <laughs> Why does Donkey have PTSD? He's been Dragon working sex. for Rumpelstiltskin. Because he's like, been working for Rumble Silskin. So there you go. And and yeah, the, basically Shrek's got to get his life back. It if is. He, no, it is. And if, if, what is it? If he kisses his true love by the end of a week or something, then everything reverts. Is that right? Am I yes. remembering that? Yeah. That is true. So. Well, the end of the, the day. Continues. It was 24 hours. 24 hours. So he, he's got to try and fucking man a resistance in 24 hours. Which they obviously are successful in, and then, and then, yeah, it's fine. It's good. It's better than Shrek Three. Um, and I don't remember it being quite as pop culture heavy. Uh, it sounds pretty like it memory. was actually taking on some serious kind of, like it's not really like having a space time continuum and stuff is like quite hard for young kids to get their heads around. Like it was almost oh, like yeah. they were making they were making a film for people who were young enough watching Shrek One for the age they would be watching Shrek yeah. Four. Which was well, back in 2010, I'm, so that's like, what, nine years later? I'm like 85% sure, but I'm sure the end of that movie comes to the crux of Shrek sees Fiona happy, almost, you know, happier than he is, she is with him with his three kids. And he's like, well, look, I don't have, we don't have to break the spell. You could just continue living and being happy, you know? Um, and it's like this quite, you know, like a, like a pretty hard moral dilemma of do you rip someone else's life away from them just because you want your one back? Like you fucked it in the first place kind of thing. Um, Would you it's, rip it's, my it's life the same in the second one as well when he back? has to choose like they can look like humans forever or they yeah. can, you know, they can go back to being ogres and stuff. And it tries to teach you that it's not about, it's, you know, it doesn't, it shouldn't matter what you look like. God, it's, it's what good. you do on the inside. It's not as good as checking on the God, it's good. I make jobbies on my insides. Um, I mean, I've got an important question that I feel none of us have uh, even considered talking about yet. Hit, which hit is, it. Go. Uh, obviously, we have Shrek 1, 2, maybe 3, depending on your outlook on life, and then 4. But what about uh, the Puss in Boots movie? How does that play into this mass franchise? No, don't pull the cord. Never seen it. Uh, well, I was going to shout it out as the older uh, bonus film. Puss in Boots came out. Uh, it's a prequel to the Shrek universe, and it's the stories of Puss in Boots when he was a young, uh, like you know, young Zorro esque type. And Funny that they got Zach Antonio Banderas to play him, and he's basically just Zorro again. He's literally Zorro. Zach Galifianakis plays Humpty Dumpty, and they go on a quest to 
find a golden egg to make them rich, and Humpty Dumpty has an existential crisis because he's a bad egg. Existential uh, crisis? An exist- yeah, literally an existential crisis. It starts to crack? It starts to crack. It's not literally. even a yolk? <laughs> Stop. Stop. Unfertilized chicken, period. You've been inside for um, too long. But yeah, it's it's man, Puss in Boots is fine as well. It's it's the usual spin-off from another more popular universe. Obviously, there's only one, so that kind of tells you how well it did. But there's it also was right. that was also a Christmas. Is it as good it. as uh, yes. Shrek Four? Where does it compare? Um, I've only watched it once, so I I again who are I the baddies? I went back to it. I mean, there's no Shrek in it. Put it that way. There's no Shrek, yeah. so it's who cares, right? Fuck it. <laughs> Uh, looking at the list of films from DreamWorks, uh, I kind of wonder myself. I think to myself, like, how the fuck is uh, DreamWorks still about and kicking <laughs> and alive? But I realise if they didn't have Shrek, Kung Fu Panda, and How to Train Your Dragon, DreamWorks would have died and disappeared a long time ago. And Madagascar. I mean, sure, I guess. But who I mean, fuck? dude, I, I think they're crap. But wait, who made Ice Age as well? Hey, that, that was, was uh, Pixar. That wasn't Pixar. Definitely it's, not Pixar. Blue Sky. It wasn't what DreamWorks. Blue Sky. He did robots as well. Oh um, fuck! Remember robots? Yes, that I was do good. remember robots. It oh shit! They're owned robot. by Walt Disney now. Blue Sky. Of course they are. <laughs> you and McGregor in it. So there you go. Right. Sorry. So anyway, yeah. continue. I'm you trying to find out what DreamWorks. was Blue Sky. DreamWorks' highest grossing film is so far. It's bad. What Wait, their it? highest grossing film? Ooh, I'm gonna guess. Oh, I'm going to guess Trolls. Yeah? Yeah. Gav, what are you guessing? DreamWorks' highest grossing film. I think it's going to be one of the Kung Fu Panda movies. It's Shrek 2. Is it Shrek 2? Jesus. Do you know what's third? Shrek (laughs) 3. What's number two? Uh, No, like Shrek the third is second. Oh, right. And then before that, it's Kung Fu Panda. No, it's not. It's Shrek Forever After. So it goes two, wow. three, four is their top grossing, second and third. And then that, Bald, that doesn't really prove anything because the one after that is uh, Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted. So <laughs> Why the fuck are DreamWorks not just a Shrek movie company at this point? I mean, their film <laughs> Abominable didn't even make a fifth of what Shrek the Third made. <laughs> That's because it was fucking awful. Puss in Boots got a TV series on Netflix that lasted six seasons. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, fuck, yeah. Yeah. What does? I'd forgotten about that. With none of the original cast. But, <clears throat> you know. A Netflix original animated series for Puss in Boots. Mate. But then Don't so does uh, How to Train Your Dragon is... has, um, like, five seasons or something uh, on TV. Yeah. Um, not with none of the cast. Like they found really, really good voice replacements for all the cast, but not the cast. Yeah. I think How to Train Your Dragon as well was the same. So I know uh, Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, it also has. Um, in fact, doesn't Puss in Boots have a weird Netflix? Like you can choose. It's like one of the first Netflix interactive yeah. kids TV things. Wait, what does? Yeah, Puss, Puss in Boots, Boots has got a Netflix interactive. Yeah, they tried to. Put, I think they tried to like sue Bandersnatch or something. That's sick. At one point. That's amazing. I'd watch that. I might stick it on later. Just play through. I think, yeah, I think I did it with my little series. brother last year. That's awesome. <laughs> my little brother wasn't there. Looking at <laughs> it's just you by yourself. Looking at some of the upcoming films from uh, 
uh, DreamWorks, uh, three out of the five that I've listed here are uh, sequels. So we've got another Trolls movie, The Croods 2, and Boss Baby 2. I never so saw The Croods. Was it good? Never saw oh, The Croods nah. either. It was... Nah. I, I, I don't remember it particularly well, to be honest. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> I, I can't imagine it's very good. Also, interestingly, mainly for me, not for anyone else, because no one actually will care about this, but 20th Century Fox used to distribute most of uh, DreamWorks films, but now Disney owns Fox. So now Universal distributes all of uh, DreamWorks films. That's a funny fact for you. <laughs> Gav, I feel you should stay away from the big D. Gav should sit closer, to, uh, sit closer to whatever he's talking into because he sounds like he's in a box. I've just, I'm, I'm turning my head too much. That's the problem. I've got an active neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know. That's why you make got such a good Ren boy. <laughs> but I think we're going to talk about we also need to talk about else? Shrek the Halls, Shrek. man. Oh, go on. I haven't even seen Shrek the Halls. Oh, this is on so you, Ryan. This is on you. It was just, well, for a start, it's called Shrek the Halls. They clearly didn't, <laughs> like, they didn't even want to do anything to do with Christmas. But someone's walked in and gone, Shrek the Halls. And they're like, oh my God, yes, we have to do it. And someone's had to write a Christmas episode of Shrek based on that. I think after, the fact that every Shrek, Shrek movies. Every Shrek movie in its its numerical canon and the fact that it all fits in. Like, every Shrek movie's title is a pun of what happens in the movie. Yeah. Can you name any other film series that relies so heavily on puns? Ah, oh, yes, that, that witty, clever pun, Shrek 2. <laughs> <laughs> no, Shrek- right, other than Shrek 2. No, not really. Well, Shrek... Shrek the third because he's about he's going to be a king, and then Shrek four ever after. That's clever because it's the end of the series. Shrek the really, halls. You have a really low bar. But the nice thing about Shrek the halls is it's just got the cast of like Shrek, Fiona, Donkey, their children, and then like the immediate friends. Like there's not like a, a baddie in it. I don't think. So it's just like no? it's like Puss in Boots, and then like uh, Gingerbread Man, Pinocchio, Three Little Pigs, Bad Wolf, Blind Mice, and that's it. Like that's Fucking all that's in it, but it's all origi- that's it. That's that's a massive list. No, but that's I mean, like so it's not fucking- like it's like all like the the people who you want kind of thing. Like that you want to yeah. have the film together, and it's all the original. Like Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, they were all in it. Yeah, it was good. I think it was like half an hour long or something. Was like on- if you want to hear Shrek reciting the Christmas story, then that is it is absolutely worth a watch. I feel like that, is that not just what Beauty and the Beast had one as well, didn't they? Beauty oh, and the Beast cares? had the. The Christmas special that they brought out. It's funny that DreamWorks is consistently and will forever just be in the shadow of Pixar. Like just out of, like just if we go back to the DreamWorks, what was their DreamWorks filmography? Where was that? I think every single one, you could probably link a Pixar movie or a Disney movie that they were copying. You know, I mean, so Ants, Bugs Life. Shrek was just Disney and everything. Uh, Shark Tale was Finding Nemo. I feel like the road to El Dorado was kind of like Disney's Atlantis. Oh, fuck. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Road to El Dorado is Atlantis. Oh, Atlantis was so good. Shark Madagascar, was- DreamWorks, in in their defense, they won that one. Do you remember Disney? Brown, the Wild. Animated the Wild. Wild. That was it. Yeah. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> I forgot like, about that. It was it Megamind and Despicable Me came out around the same time. That wasn't even Disney. That was I think Despicable Me was trying to riff off Megamind. The Wild looks so much better than Madagascar. Like looks better. It looks yeah, I don't think it was though. I'm pretty sure it was a fucking travesty. Best joke in very quickly, all of was it the Penguins movie, not Madagascar? They consistently and they constantly bring up uh there's an octopus that just says actors' names as commands. Helen, hunt them down. <laughs> Etc. 
if you go on to uh, Netflix, there's a DreamWorks Shrek stories. It's got both Shrek uh, Christmas specials, a Push and Boot special. It's got Far Far Away Idol and uh, Scared Shrekless, the Halloween special as well. I think I've just, got uh, my evening sorted. Altogether, it's like I've two just, hours of bonus Shrek. Yes. I've just looked it up. There are so many of these. So in the Penguins movie, <laughs> Drew, Barry, more power. <laughs> Good Nicholas, God. cage them. <laughs> Charlize, they're on the ray. <laughs> That's bad. Hallie, Hallie, bury them. Kevin, bake on. We still need that victory cake. <laughs> oh, William, no. hurt them. Shout Elijah, the would you please take to, them away? The writing team that just had to sit in like an office for an entire day and just come oh, up like with these. 200 of them. them. That sounds like <laughs> someone got paid for that. That's an amazing job. It's so I mean, you good, would, right? Ryan, you'd thrive at a job like that. because that's, that's, that's my what, dream job. That's I'm going to start making the tales of the next 10 Shrek films. <laughs> oh, that's fucking good. Well, um, I think right. DreamWorks should be happy about at this point. Because obviously, like you said earlier, DreamWorks are in the shadow of Pixar forever. But DreamWorks yeah. have to be so fucking happy that Illumination Studios has come along. Because now they're the pure <laughs> dog shit of animation. And DreamWorks gets to like sit in the middle and have some good and some bad. Whereas Illumination is just all bad all the time. It's like Illumination's the youngest sibling, and now both Pixar, Disney, and DreamWorks are just, like, wailing on it all the time. Just like, oh, yeah, nice try, Illumination. Get back down in the mud, you prick. <laughs> yeah, they are bad. I didn't know that this this was a thing. I've only actually just discovered that right there, and I kind of wish you hadn't told me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ryan, I've brought this The Special Me films life. are honestly the, the... It's awful. Some of the biggest well, shit. Is, yeah, you've got the, the Spiegel Wee movies, which have then spawned the fucking Minions, Minions. movies. They're just oh. sweet corn and dungarees. They're also uh, immortal, and they are impervious to all damage, Minions. And they don't have shoulders to keep their dungarees on. <laughs> We're asking the real uh. questions over here in MMP. <laughs> I've never, that's the first time I've ever said MMP before. I don't know why. MMP. Right. Does anybody else get anything they want to say about either DreamWorks or the Shrek universe? It's fucking Shrek amazing. Five. Is Shrek 5 coming? There's there's still something, there's rumblings and there's something in the works if it's a Shrek 5 or if it's a reboot or something. But basically, they know, obviously, off the popularity of how Shrek has exploded in the last few years on the internet, they're like, let's <laughs> they make another in. Shrek movie. Uh, yeah, as Panny says, it's confirmed. It's uh, Austin Powers writer. Michael McCullough's going to do it. It was meant to come out in 2019. <laughs> Uh, but we'll see. And now it won't be out until 2022. I mean, Maybe. I think it's when if Shrek 5 does come out, the main thing that's going to fuel the writing behind that is all the meme stuff on the internet, I feel. I oh, yeah, I feel like, yeah, that's going to be. It's gonna there's going to be a really horrible, awkward rape scene, isn't there? With I hope Shrek. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. Yeah, that's where it started. That's where it all started. Not that's where that, it all started. Shrek is love. Shrek is life. But there's going to be a whole bunch of like emoji talk and like. Uh, Facebook and eBay will probably have weird integration into it somehow. I think if they were smart, what they would do is, very early on, Donkey would make some kind of reference, and Shrek would just almost look at the camera and be like, no, nah, we're not doing that, and then like move the camera off and then continue on just regular Shrek stuff. That would be brilliant. That would be very Shrek one of them. How much? Like, it would be very Shrek one of here's them. Here's what I, I'm saying right now. If James Corden is a voice in Shrek 5, I will never watch the movie. But if he is not, then I will watch the movie. Oh, that's, that's good. But to watch it, you're going to have to watch... if it looks like uh, absolute garbage, but James Corden isn't in it? Was that? If James Corden is not in it, but it looks like absolute garbage, 
You still have to I'll watch it. Watch then. it. As long as it. James Corden has no involvement whatsoever, I will. He's watch never going to have to watch it. James Corden is one hundred percent getting voice. Final thing I'm going to say, guys, and then we're going to wrap this up. Ryan, you've lied to us. You've deceived us. There are not just the Shrek the Halls isn't the only one. You've also got Shrek in the Swamp, Karaoke Dance Party, as we talked about. Then Shrek 4D. Then there's Far Far Away Idol. Donkeys Caroling, Christmas Tacular. I just told you Shrek's that. Yule yeah, he, log. Did t- he did tell you that. Did you? Okay, yeah, so there's you the other all? Shrek ones. There's one that's like 76 minutes long. Shrek the Halls, Puss in Boots, Far Far Away Idol, the Halloween special. Then there's like Donkeys ones and Puss in Boots ones as well. Oh, I apologise. I didn't hear you say any of that. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Gary, you're sometimes like the James Corden of this podcast. Oh, that's the worst thing you've ever said to anyone. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to be on next week's episode. See you later. Okay. <laughs> Just leave the call. I think he did. I think he legitimately left the call there. About fucking time now we can get this podcast going the way we've always wanted it to. So, um, now that Gary's gone... Uh, I think he's just been quiet. I hope he's just been quiet. <laughs> if he doesn't come back, then, Brian, you have to... You if have Gary to goes, I go, mate. Then it's just me and Audio Boy, and he doesn't say anything. Well, actually, you just be you talking to yourself, which is probably your dream, so... But yeah, I was going to say, this might actually work out best for me if I just get to run this podcast myself. Okay, well, you're going to have to close it up because you've offended Gary, so... Okay, I'll do it. So, now that Gary's finally left and the person you want to hear talk the most is about to talk the most, I want to thank you for joining us for this episode of the Meandering Movie Podcast, which was obviously a bit different because we're all in different parts of the country slash city. Uh, I feel like you're in the stand for doing, like, committing a crime, like maybe some sort of, like, like stalking, and you've been given one last chance to say, like, you're bit, but you know you're going to jail, so it's just really pointless. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, you're really dragging out. Okay, well, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Remember, if you want to hit us up on the social medias and uh, have a wee chat with us, you want to jump over to Twitter and get us on at MeanderingPod. Facebook and Instagram is MeanderingMoviePodcast at gmail.com. And wait, what was it? Oh no, for Facebook and Instagram, just search for Manning Movie Podcast. And if you want to email us, it's manningmoviepodcast at gmail.com. If you're on iTunes or Spotify, jump down into the description. There are links down there for you to click on. That has been the Manning Movie Podcast. We have had Audio Boy sitting in with me. We had Ryan. What up? Uh, and me. Uh, I forgot what my name was from earlier, so I'm just. I believe it was Cesspool of Despair. I am the Cesspool of Despair that is Gavin. Uh, and that is the only people that are on this podcast. There's been no one else. And it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you and have a lovely day. Music is life. Bye. It's meandering movies listening to Gary Ryan and Gavin. It's all about films, but goes off course. Will there be arguments? Of course, cause everyone knows their lives are dull and they have nothing else to talk about. You lanky fucking prick. <laughs>